Welcome to our 25-day Christmas countdown, where for every day in December, we break down the story of Christ's birth with the hope that you will gain a better understanding and appreciation for the true meaning of Christmas. We're your hosts, Ella and Addie, and we're praying that you would challenge yourself and your friends to tune into every single episode on this 25-day journey. Now let's hear from our listeners. What does Christmas mean to you? Christmas means to me, uh, it's the time to reflect on Jesus's life, his beginnings, and then also thinking to Easter and his endings and what he's done for us. As you can see, people differ on their beliefs about Christmas. Regardless, let's jump into scripture to break down the story of the first Christmas together. Hey, welcome back to episode number 22 in our Christmas countdown series. It is crazy how close we are getting to Christmas and just how close we are to wrapping up this series. Like I say in almost every episode, go ahead and make sure you're answering our Instagram and Facebook polls so that you are entered into our Christmas countdown giveaway. But with that being said, For most of this series, we have been in Luke chapter 1 and 2, but Ella the other day has transitioned a little bit into Matthew chapter 2 to talk about the wise men, and that is where I am going to pick up today with our scripture, which is Matthew chapter 2 verses 12 through 16. So that scripture says, And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious. And he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and all that region who were two years old or under, according to that time that he had ascertained from the wise men. So I want to actually recap a little bit what Ella has been talking about in her last two episodes, just about the wise men. So all the way back, I believe in episode number three, I talked about Herod and just how nasty of a ruler he was. If you missed that episode, go ahead and go back and listen to that because there's a key phrase that I told you to remember because it pops back up in this passage. And so one of the key things that I said was that Herod was known as the king of the Jews. Now, the crazy part is that here in Matthew 2 verse 2, the wise men come to Herod and they're asking where baby Jesus is. And when they come to Herod, they say, hey, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? So how ironic it is that Herod, who is known as the king of the Jews, has these wise men show up to his palace, show up to his house and say, hey, where's the one born king of the Jews? And I'm sure at this point, Herod's blood was just boiling. He was like, bro, no, I am the only one that is the king of the Jews. That is my title. You cannot take that away from me. And so we see in verse eight that Herod sends the wise men out and says, hey, Go search carefully for the child, and as soon as you find him, report back to me because I want to come and worship this guy. Um, 
plot twist, Herod definitely did not want to go worship baby Jesus. Instead, he wanted to kill him because he wanted to keep the title of king of the Jews. He did not want anyone to stand in his way, even if it was simply just a baby. So this is actually where our scripture picks up for today. So we have the wise men and they're out looking for baby Jesus. They find him. And after they do, they have this dream. And in the dream, they're warned and says, hey, do not go back to Herod. And so the wise men, being the wise men that they are, they don't return back to Herod, and instead they depart in another way. And we also see that another dream was had here, and specifically Joseph had a dream, and he was warned saying, hey, go flee to Egypt. And so that's what Joseph did. He picked up Mary and baby Jesus and he took them and they fleed to Egypt. Now, during this time frame, it would not have been completely strange to flee to Egypt because around this time, there was actually a population of about a million Jews that lived in Egypt. So it was a natural place for Mary and Joseph to flee to. So that probably wasn't completely strange to them, But what was the reason that Mary and Joseph were fleeing Bethlehem all the way to Egypt? Well, as we read further in this passage, we see that Herod was seeking to destroy baby Jesus because he didn't want anyone to stand up to his title of king of the Jews. And how did he destroy it? Well, his plan basically was to kill all the infants in Bethlehem from age zero all the way up to age two. Bethlehem was a very small town. It likely only had about 300 people that lived there. And if you kind of do the math on that, that probably would have only left about six to 10 infants that would have been in that age range of age range of zero to two. So that's probably six to 10 lives lost. But think about just the grief of this moment. I mean, Probably everyone in this small village had known someone who had died from this horrific event. You know, whether it was in your own family or a friend or a neighbor, you probably knew someone who had lost their child just for the sake of Herod claiming his title as the king of the Jews. However, this passage also just shows us how God really is sovereign over all because yes, Herod put out this decree to kill all the infants in Bethlehem from age zero to two, but yet Jesus wasn't killed because God warned them in a dream and they fleed. So it really just shows how God is sovereign and how his will and his plan for our lives will always come to pass and that we as humans really can't stand in the way of God's plan. However, I just want to leave you with one last thing that I found while researching for this episode. And quite honestly, this blew my mind when I read it and really just sealed the deal for me of how terrible and cruel of a person Herod was. And so I was reading and I found that once Herod kind of knew that his death was approaching, that he was getting old and that he was about to die, he had many Jewish leaders of this time accused of false charges. And then on top of that, he ordered that once he died, all of these Jewish leaders should be killed. They should just be executed. So here, Herod is setting up this plan that once he dies, all of these Jewish people are going to die because of these false charges that he had made. But like, why would Herod do this? 
Well, it's believed that Herod thought that no one would mourn his death because of how cruel and terrible of a person he was. So he set up this plan to have hundreds of people killed when he died so that once he died, people would actually mourn his death and be sad about his death because that meant the execution of all of these beloved Jewish leaders. And honestly, like I said, that just kind of puts the nail on the board here and says, yeah, this is how terrible and cruel of a guy Herod was. So that is all I have for us today. So tune in tomorrow for what I believe will be my final solo episode in this Christmas countdown series. And then there will be two with me and Ella and that's it. It will be Christmas. So we are getting so close to the end. But with that being said, I will see you guys in tomorrow's episode. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you tune in tomorrow so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Challenge a friend to start listening and make sure to share this episode. Let's spread the true message of Christmas everywhere.